to the second episode of the Punkastic Podcast. I'm Penny, your current editor-in-chief, and as always, I say as always, as the one other episode that we've done, joining me is Andy Joyce. Hello. And Liam Knowles. Hello. And we are here to talk to you about some new music. So for those of you that don't know, on the Punktastic website, we have a snazzy little feature called The Pickup where bands and artists can submit their music and it comes up i still want to call it a pinterest board i'm still aware that we're not a podcast for like middle-aged women like me but i don't know how else to it looks like a pinterest board yeah in fairness i don't know what a pinterest board is because you know i'm not a middle-aged woman but (laughs) yeah so well i do and i'm also not a middle-aged woman so i feel like between us we've got this covered yeah maybe i'm just ignorant (laughs) that's the problem (laughs) i'm just wondering if i describe it like that if that will be of help to anyone else but anyway you can go on there and it will bring up lots of little cards i guess of new music you can search by band by genre for fans of or if you're you're feeling a little bit Fruity. Yeah, I started that sentence and I knew I didn't have a word to go for it. So if you're feeling a bit fruity, (laughs) you can press the surprise me button and uh, you might find your new favourite band. But if you can't be bothered with all that, we are going to play some of our favourite tracks that we found on the pickup lately. So we've done all the work for you. You're welcome. Andy, do you want to go first this week? I can go first this week. Yeah. So this is a band that is from Brighton. It is my home city. People, certainly within our team, have become suspicious of my love for the Brighton scene. I seem to push it more than anyone else. I don't know. I mean, it's genuinely just a coincidence. I just dig the sound. But this is Bound for Brighton. This is Harker and their latest single, The Beast Must Die. Parker, the beast must die. What's your initial thoughts? I like it. I really liked the kind of guitar riff, like that, like a little air guitar. (laughs) I'm not good at words, remember? I like that bit. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, I proper like that. I thought it was going to go one way and then it went a completely different way. I thought it was going to be a lot poppier than it was. I don't know why. I just, in my head, I felt it going in a sort of maybe Don Broco-y kind Mm -hmm. of direction from the initial riff at the beginning. Yeah. And then it was like way more punk than I expected it to be and, and better for it, I think. I really like the guy's voice, sounds a bit like the guy from Billy Talent. Yeah. And yeah, that proper fuzzed out to fuck guitar solo 
where it's amazing with all, where everything's just turned up to 11 on whatever he's using there and he's just rinsing yeah. it. it's great As i'm saying he like i don't know what the gender of the person that's playing but whoever it is they're fantastic almost feels synthy that yeah. yeah that riff like it feels so out of place but it just works i wasn't sure if it was a keyboard that's what it reminded me of what's that little keyboard that you kind of use a stylus on like the... um I, i've got no idea no idea are you thinking of like a um oh, i want to say thermidor but it's not a thermidor do you mean a theremin? theremin no not a theremin i feel like there's a little kind of not one of those ones where you blow into a rubber tube and play a tiny keyboard. <laughs> a melodica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of them. No, it's nothing like that. No, it's like a little... I can see someone like holding like a little, almost like a keyboard, and they've got like a stylus, and they're going... Wee! Like it's on a Nintendo DS. Yeah, is this not just a sound, a sound pad <laughs> app that was on a BlackBerry like back Maybe. in the day? Maybe it's from the 80s. Maybe I'm old and I don't know what I'm talking is about. Is something that Penny had on her sidekick back yeah. in the day? Yeah, yeah. So I heard this and immediately sort of gravitated towards it because it's kind of gritty. It's got that left field vibe that, that you, as you said, Liam, it goes one way and then takes a swift detour. I went back and checked out some of their older stuff and it's not the same as this. It's like you can tell this quite heavily influenced by like Jimmy Eat World, which is fine. And I know that they've had a lot of listens and that's, you know, that's a big thing for a lot of people. That sort of sound, it felt a little bit toothless, personally. Mm-hmm. But I think they've let more of their like personality out in this song in particular. And you can just see where they're striving to go. And that sort of experimentation has just taken them to give them like a, a crispier sound. So it's like almost crusty, mm-hmm. and it, but it feels really visceral. Yeah. It's got a very like dirty, just kind of punk rock sound, but it's also really like really catchy and really... Not poppy, but definitely memorable. Yeah, and the harmonies in particular in that chorus, like um, they just work so well. It's, mm. you know, I don't want to say it's surprising because, you know, we'll find bands like this every week, but this for me already feels like it's going to take some beating. So I'm interested to see what you can bring to match up to this. Mm. I No, I really enjoyed that. I'll definitely be going and checking out some more of their stuff. Brighton's always put out really strong yeah. bands. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the seaside air, but like... No, because Southend has a seaside and we're not that good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know what it is, yeah, but I mean, point. over the years, like, they've kind of built a sound. They're very much in like a sort of grungy DIY sound. And this kind of is like a byproduct of that, I think. And because all the bands, mm. they're normally, you know, we've got British Institute of Modern Music is down there, BIM. There's loads of like mm. dive bars and stuff. I think yeah. all the bands sort of know each other and then they develop. It's where architects are from, isn't it? Yeah. Brighton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Royal Blood are from there as well. If we're like looking at the bigger bands and stuff. I remember back in the day, there was like Johnny Truant and Ghost Aww. of a Thousand as well that were from Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. It's always had a really strong scene. So it's cool to see that they've still got one. I think Black Peaks are from Brighton as well. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is really good. I'll definitely be going and having another listen to yeah. this. Sweet. I'm into it. On for a winner. For uh, music people that are interested, I meant a stylophone. So, <laughs> did you say styrofoam? Go. No, a stylophone. I looked right, it up on Google, <laughs> and it's got like a stylus, like on a DS line. Yeah. Now I feel I, old because it's a real thing. I feel like you've made this up. No, I'm looking at one on Amazon. <laughs> the original pocket synthesizer, now with analog sound, and it's got a little stylus attached to like a wire, and you <laughs> attached to a wire. Yeah. This is slightly off topic, but did you guys ever watch Look Around You? Yeah, it's ringing a bell. It was like a pretend tomorrow's world, yeah. like a mock tomorrow's world. It was like done in the 90s, but like set in the 70s. Yeah. Like, what will music sound like in the future? Guarantee they used a stylophone. No, well, they had a guy on called Synthesizer Patel who loved synthesizers so much. He changed his name to Synthesizer. And I can't hear that word now without thinking about Synthesizer Patel. <laughs> that is one hell of a tangent. That is yeah. a tangent. Anyway, next. Just really quickly before we move off of Harker, they've got a new album coming out in April. 23rd of April Ooh. that I'm fairly certain we will cover because if I don't there's other people that will pick it up yeah mm. so keep an eye out for that I think they're gonna they're gonna break pretty hefty nice mm. off the back of that single I think they could definitely like I could see them playing like two, I'm sure maybe they have played 2000 Trees already but if they haven't they've got the ideal sound for like the sunny afternoon at Trees just dancing about with your pals yeah. vibes well I bought you guys some more pop punk Sorry. Yay. We'll just go with it and see what happens. This is from a band called Signs of Progress, and the song is called Admit It. Admit it. 
that was signs of progress with admit it for someone whose favorite bands at the minute are Beartooth and while she sleeps i'm not really sure where all this pop punk is coming from from me i guess just searching through the pickup i found this and again the weather's been kind of crappy and i want something to cheer me up a little bit nice bit of kind of paramour newfound glory just like i think we said it last month just jumping around having a nice time in the sun with your mates what did you guys think i didn't hate it well that's a good start you're one for one on pop punk so far penno yeah i quite enjoyed it i thought the the layered harmonies in particular were Mm. pretty decent like she's got a strong voice i really don't want to say paramore because i think that's what everyone says yeah like like you did (laughs) when people like have that sort of pop punk sound Uh, so i'm gonna say katana instead but it's very sort of in that thread of bouncy upbeat pop punk that feels quite as you say summery yeah i really am pleasantly surprised (laughs) (laughs) i think the issue is like we all tend to have like a an idea of what a song is going to be and the uh-ohs at the beginning i was like okay i know where this is going and then as soon yeah. as her vocals kicked in i was like okay this is actually refreshing mm-hmm. they're um a band from gainesville in florida and they've been around since 2014 i think they had a different name before and the lineup changes and things but then the debut ep came out near the end of 2020 safe haven so i'm not quite sure what they did for six years but uh i was just surprised i mean i am not a musician so i don't know how long these things take but not six years yeah well but yeah that was definitely one (laughs) i haven't listened to the rest of their stuff but that is one i would kind of put on a summary playlist the pop punk track that you brought last time i really just kind of you know i didn't get on with it at all this is one of those ones where it's hard because like it's technically good you know everything's well put together and it sounds great and you know the the vocalist is is very talented and you know but it's just pop punk's quite a basic genre as it is so if you don't add anything to it that's kind of your own it's more obvious than in some other genres maybe because most of what can be done with the basics of pop punk has already been done and for me this is just one of those bands where i'm like yeah it's fine but would i ever choose it over you know the pop punk bands that i already love no i doubt it you know i wouldn't go to this over cartel or real friends or from that brand of pop punk you know the really kind of polished Mm. stuff from this one song at least there's for me not anything that makes this stand out enough for me to go yeah this is going to become one of my go-to pop punk bands because they're few and far between as it is and this one isn't doing anything that those ones aren't already doing better in my opinion i think if you're building like a summary pop punk playlist this would slip right in with no issues at all oh yeah you know without listening to any more of them i can't really say that they're good or bad but i Mm. i certainly would happily listen to it again although not right now we've got other things to listen to yeah it's inoffensive and i'm you know i'm not i don't have any kind of strong yeah not as strong as reaction as i don't feel strongly against it but i also don't feel particularly strongly for it like if i never hear that song again i won't be bothered but also if i do hear it again i also won't be bothered so i don't really know what i'm trying (laughs) to say but i suppose it's it's fine to use the the classic andy joyce line it's absolutely fine. <laughs> I think that's what I'm finding with the pickup. As we talked about last month, I am very stuck in my ways music-wise. This last week, I have been exclusively listening to new metal from the early 2000s. So that tells you a lot. And like I said, like normally I'm kind of in the kind of bare tooth while she sleeps. I'm a bit more hardcore-y and stuff. But going through the pickup, especially the way we do it, I'm not searching for a genre. I'm just going through tracks and listening. Yeah, I'm yeah. finding stuff, like I said, that I wouldn't normally listen to. But the fact that I found it on there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of dig this. I'm kind of enjoying the pickup that way. Well, I think that's all we can do, isn't yeah. it? Like the whole point of this is that we're trying to expose both ourselves and the listeners to things that we all maybe wouldn't usually get exposed to. And, you know, when we're trolling through the pickup and there literally is hundreds and hundreds of entries, you've just got to go with what you gravitate towards naturally and see what happens, I guess. So what track did you gravitate towards, Liam? Oh, very slick. Look at that for a segue. Very slick. Look, that is, yeah, you've done this before. (laughs) Never that well, though. No. (laughs) So the next song I'm going to be talking about is Life by Toronto Blessings. 
full disclosure, I do know these guys. They are friends of mine, but I didn't know that they'd submitted something to the pickup. And when I was scrolling through, I thought, oh, Toronto Blessings are in there. And it's a banger. So why not bring it and, and introduce it to you guys? Yeah, so that was Life, the latest single from Toronto Blessings. They're a three-piece from Barnsley in South Yorkshire. These guys, like I say, they're, they're mates of mine. I've known them for a long time. They've been in bands for years. Bands like Aranda, GU Medicine, Cavorts. You know, bands that have just been kind of on the UK scene for as long as I can remember. And they've always been doing something. You know, this is yet another great band from these guys. They're doing like a kind of post-punk daughters, Mets, bit of idols, just kind of creepy noise rock stuff. And yeah, I'm all for it. I love the way that they've got these call and response vocals in the verse, but the responses don't quite go in the pattern that you'd expect them to so it's kind of unsettling and yeah i'm a big fan of this big fan of these guys big fan of this song so that's why i wanted to bring them in but what did you guys think i think you've nailed it with mets they've got that same sort of frantic unrelenting sounds and the call and response vocals are pretty pretty great i kind of wasn't expecting the leads vocals to be like that but i mean it really works it really does work yeah, I just felt, it felt heavy, but not heavy, if you know what I mean. It was like <laughs> taking a beating 
without it just being noise. Mm. Yeah. It knocks you off balance a little bit, I think, because it's quite a sinister sort of sound, but it's also very yeah. upbeat and energetic that, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard to get your head around. It definitely didn't go where I thought it was going to go from that bit at the beginning. That mm. might be because I've been listening to too much kind of new metal lately. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. I did initially think, uh, this sounds a bit new metal, Penny's going to love this. but <laughs> Yeah, for about four seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 just the opening intro, yeah. It was the... Yeah. at the beginning but yeah it was a it was a good surprise mm. like you said sinister is a good yeah. word for it and yeah, yeah and noise but not noise I don't really know how to yeah say. I think like noise rock is a weird one because like you hear someone talk about a genre called noise rock and think well that's just gonna be mm. indecipherable but these guys are really catchy and you know really accessible maybe is a strong word but you know for a first listen you know you guys picked up mm. like the vibes that they were clearly going for so it's not like it's impenetrable yeah i think accessible might be the right sort of term and it definitely has like an eerie feel to it but i quite like mets mm. and i've found at times like they make me feel claustrophobic because there's no space mm. and this feels like a precursor to some of the more thunderous met stuff because it it is broken up by the call and response vocals mm. and it still has that subtle sort of melody that sits underneath all of like noise rock that is hidden away mm. yeah i'm digging it man cool i'll definitely be checking more out yeah they're really really good they've had an ep i think i reviewed their ep for fantastic last year or the year before actually they bang out singles like nobody's business i don't know how they find the time to release as frequently as they do but (laughs) yeah we've got some really good stuff it's definitely worth checking out nice andrew okay so the second band i've brought with me today out of my magic box of pickup (laughs) that was not a smooth nope is uh, next stop Olympus with the song My Affliction let's rhyme let's rhyme let's go
Next up, Olympus, my affliction. So here is where I expose myself as not a massive metal fan. I am so surprised. They have referred to themselves as metalcore. I assume that's metalcore. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. In which case I'm on the right track. (laughs) So I've got a real big thing about like clean vocals, obviously. And the young clean vocals in this, I'm kind of like, whatever, is just build up for me to the clean vocals. But those clean vocals are so fucking crisp and like genuinely decent that I'm like, okay, okay, I'm listening. Tell me more. I like a shouty band and a shouty vocal. But yeah, those clean vocals were oof. Yeah, it gave me, oh, you'll, you'll appreciate this because, you know, new metal. It gave me a kind of Killswitch <laughs> vibe. Yeah. Like Howard Jones style of Killswitch Engage. It had that same sort of... Did you say Killswitch or a new metal band? No, I wouldn't. But I imagine it came on Penny's playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was maybe one. The difference with this is that obviously Howard Jones does the clean and the unclean himself, or he did. Yeah. So they've got two vocalists. I quite like the groove of it as well, like that riff at the opening, and there's like a pretty solid bass riff that goes all the way through it. I'm trying to teach myself to appreciate things yeah. that are outside my general listening range, and this is very much outside. But I'm very proud of you. You know what? I quite like it. They're from Salisbury. Decent. It's got punch and weight, but it's not overwhelming. This is great. I immediately want to go and listen to more of them, but I love metalcore, so that makes a lot of sense. It felt a little bit long. Was it f- just over four minutes? I felt like there was at least once where I thought it was going to end, and it didn't, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. And I suppose if you listen to it on an EP or on an album with a bunch of their other stuff, you wouldn't notice. But yeah, I was super into that. I would go and see them live. I'm going to add them to my Spotify when we are finished. Yeah, I uh, am slightly concerned I'm going to get a bit of a reputation for being the grumpy fucker <laughs> of the podcast. It's usually Andy, so... But I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all, to be honest. It made me think of, like, Monster Energy drinks and tap-out t-shirts. It struck me as the sort of thing that you might get on the Triple X soundtrack. It, like, it was just new metal, 20 years too late, Salisbury's equivalent to 36 Crazy Fists without any of the... Cool. Was it really that new metally? Yeah. Okay. Like that sounded more like 36 Crazy Fists like, than it did anything else. Bands that sounded like that were 10 a penny 20 years ago, and I can't believe that there's still bands that sound like that now. But you know, I'm glad you guys liked it, and I, you know, two out of three is a recommendation, but definitely, but I, I didn't get anything out of that at Do all. Do you like metalcore normally? I wouldn't even say that was metalcore. That was, for me, that sounded more new metal than it did metalcore. The whole point of metalcore is that it's hardcore, which is a punk genre, and then metal, which has certain things that make it metal. So metalcore usually tends to be bands like Killswitch Engage and and stuff like that, where there's that, like, classic metal vibe with, like, strong lead guitar lines and stuff, but then the hardcore vocals and the breakdowns, that, that side of it. But really, for me, that was, you know, so bouncy and straight, it reminded me more of like 36 Crazy Fists or Taproot or something like that than it did like Kill Switch. I mean, Metalcore's not exactly my bag either, but I, I would have called it more new metal than Metalcore. Maybe this is the thing where like, obviously metal's not really your thing, Andy. You won't be kind of exhausted by this sort of stuff because, you know, you haven't had it in your ears for years. For me, it just sounded really dated and I just I didn't get anything from it at all. Yeah, and that might be the key, because I, whenever I do listen to metal, I tend to go back to what I would listen to in school and college, as opposed to like current metal. So maybe that's what it is. It does remind me of that. They have described themselves in their bio on the pickup as, the track My Affliction is a hard-hitting metalcore song with a heavy influence of old-school rock and roll. And I kind of assumed that like they're either referring to like the riff at the beginning or the way that it's broken down into having like different sections and then goes quiet and then builds up again and then yeah but it's very like first chorus first chorus quite a bit chorus yeah which you know this classic rock kind of structure i guess and i think that's probably what they've done i assume it's deliberate and that's why they've done it mm. and you know i do think the the clean vocals particularly save it but I would definitely listen to it again. I've got a feeling, and it may already be out at the time of recording, this isn't on Spotify, but it is on YouTube. So I think it's likely to be their next single. I'm not very good at describing bands as we've worked this out or, <laughs> or, or putting bands into a genre. But I am wondering if you were a new band now, like is new metal a bit of a, not a dirty word, but like if you came out now and were like, we're a new metal band, it would be a bit of a joke, right? 
it was for a long time it was a dirty yeah. word but honestly now it's a lot more acceptable than it was you know f- f- even sort of five years yeah. ago new metal like with bands like issues and to a lesser extent i guess bands like don broco who are kind of bringing back that sort of bouncy riff with slightly hip-hoppy kind of vocals yeah fever 333 yeah yeah and and you know that kind of like really down-tuned like corn-esque kind of groove yeah. that bands like loathe have got although i wouldn't really call loathe a new metal band but there's definitely like influence from that it's coming back yes you know life is cyclical and everything comes back eventually and, and new metal is there's definitely a, at least a bit of a resurgence in it and it's coming out amongst hardcore and metal bands as long as it doesn't bring back huge jeans and like chains. chains oh yeah, man well if you, i mean if you think about it the kids who were into new metal when it was a big thing are all in their late 20s and 30s now yeah. so of course they're in bands and of course they're making music so it was bound to happen. No one wants to wear big jeans that soak up all of the water and walk around with big I'm wet. definitely <laughs> not going back to criminal damage flares. Christ. You can't make me. <laughs> <laughs> well, my next track is by a band called The Dent Act, which I don't really know. Well, like from Batman. It's a lovely Batman reference. I, I guess so. I don't know. But anyway, this is their debut single, which came out in December of 2020, and it's called Old Tattoo. I wrote many songs about you way back in the day. I try not to think about you, at least not in that way. You were the center of my teenage years, the fuel that drove me insane.
I try not to think about you, at least not in that way. So apparently, as well as being a middle-aged Grebo, I am still a massive fucking emo. And I bloody loved this. That kind of change in vocals. Not that you got shouted, but the slightly more aggressive. That was the bit that got me. That was the oof moment for me. And I'm I'm a cheesy old lyric person. So definitely the line, I don't love you, but like an old tattoo that I once thought was cool. Oh. Just... Yeah, for, I imagine I love it for all the reasons you don't. You'll say it's insincere and all that sort of stuff, but... This is going to sound really pretentious, and I really hope I can speak for Liam as well with this. But Just go for it, man. It's quite cringy and cliched. And I love it, it. I like my lyrics to have subtle poetry to it. This no. does not... Smack me in the face with... I'm sad and I'm emo and nobody loves me. (laughs) Like, kick me in the face with them. That's what I want. So I've got two words written down here. (laughs) Frank Turner. Really? In what sense? I think it's paint by numbers Frank Turner in terms of like some of the vocal stuff that he does in the earlier records where he uh, strains to, to make a point happens here and mm. and the do like old Frank open Turner. of acoustic to to then hitting a full band the thing is that frank turner is i'm not a huge fan of his solo stuff apart from you know the first couple yeah, of albums same. but he's a brilliant lyricist that's what saves frank turner personally yeah. for me exactly yeah because i also am not a huge fan of him interestingly i've just had a look at their facebook and they have been added to frank turner's bands to watch 2021 i do agree that it's very um cliched and uh cheesy yeah, I, it's just like, they strike me as one of those bands. That, actually, I got the same vibe from that. What was that band, the metal band that you played before? What were they called? Next Stop Olympus. Next Stop Olympus. Every town has a band that are like huge in their hometown, but like never ever get anywhere outside of their hometown. Mm, yeah. And this strikes me like that would be one of those bands where like they like pack out gigs full of the same people every time in Portsmouth or wherever yeah. they're from but never really get anywhere anywhere else because it's just not good enough. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like this at all. I will give them this. And as we said last week, these opinions are our own. <laughs> They're not affiliated with anyone else. I'm covering my own back here, but I'm not going to be an arsehole about it. I mean, the only reason the only reason any of these songs are on here is because at least one of us yeah. totally. liked them enough to bring yeah. them on. But we're, you know, we're never going to agree on anything. I will say, instrumentally, I didn't dislike it. Yeah. Like, it didn't stretch anything, it didn't push any boundaries, but it wasn't dreadful. Mm. And I think vocally, although there's a fair amount of strain in the voice, I kind of get it because it makes it sound a bit more visceral. If it was about a different subject and didn't have <laughs> so many paint-by-numbers, rupee core cliches in it, I'd possibly be into it. But it just feels a bit... It feels like it's the first song they've written, so they're trying to be... Well, it might be. Like, trying to be so... It's the debut single. Think ahead and sound clever and pretentious. I think I'd be into it more without the strained vocal bits. You know, not a lot of people can pull that yeah. off of their, like, that whole, like, I can't really hit this note, but I mean what I'm saying so much that it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, you Jonah Matranga or, like, Jeff Rickley from Thursday or the guy from Touche Amore, yeah. like, they... They get away with it because the lyrics are so good and the performance is so good that you believe them so much that it doesn't really matter Mm. if they're not hitting that note. But with this, I was like, well, the song's not great and you're not hitting the note. So what am I supposed to take away from this? God, I'm going to be the bastard. (laughs) I'm just glad it's not me for once. I'll be honest. (laughs) I mean, one of my favorite pastimes is to go and cry my eyes out at a Mayday Parade or a dashboard gig. So that's true. We definitely have different points of view Priorities. yeah on that one like if i don't cry at a mayday gig then something's gone horribly wrong in my life <laughs> yeah i mean I'm not, I'm not against emotional music you know i mean i'm all for emotional music and i'm one of the wobbliest people that i know in that respect i bawled my eyes out seeing pianos become the teeth a couple of years ago but i didn't get any sort of emotional resonance from this at all it just felt a bit yeah. false i would definitely keep an eye on this band because I want to see what they do next. Yeah. This single isn't for me, but that's not to say that I can't enjoy like the next thing they do because like the yeah. foundations are there for me. Like it's kind of in my wheelhouse. It's just a bit. See, it could go the other way for me. If it gets too Frank Turnery, then I'm out. So. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'll keep an eye on them, see where it goes. I think Andy and I maybe are into it for different reasons. So depending on which way they go, I'd either still continue to like them or it would switch and Andy would like them, which is kind yeah. of interesting. I mean, I think you like them because of the sad girl lyrics, right? Those lyrics are so cheesy and so great. I love them so much. Yeah, yeah. Whereas that's the thing that pissed me off. Despite being a sad boy, I'm not into the lyrics. So, you know, depending on what their next single does, it could hit either one of us. But, you know, it doesn't matter. We're not the target audience individually, you or I. No. I just want to see a bit more of a personality, if you know what I mean. Mm. I want more cheesy lyrics that I can sing and cry to. Thanks. Yeah. Liam, finish it off. Yes, I will. So this one is a little topical, or maybe not that topical anymore, you know, because this happened a little while ago, but this song is called By the Power of Barnard Castle by Those Fucking Snowflakes. was by the power of, uh, sorry I have to say it in the He-Man voice by the power of Barnard Castle by those fucking snowflakes <laughs> from their EP <laughs> from their EP everything is absolutely fucked this band are not subtle no they are uh, not are they mm-hmm. they, uh, they're very very clear about what they're setting out to do which is to ruffle some feathers obviously it's a very political song about the double standards in our political arena and what the rich and powerful are able to get away with that you or I would 
not be able to get away with, which obviously is true and an important thing that we need to hear more about. But also, I just think this is a great song. Like, I love that kind of, you know, early noughties sounding rattly post-hardcore where it sounds like it could all, screws will come out and it'll all fall apart any minute. So it reminded me of like Fugazi and like Small Brown Bike and a little bit of yeah. the drive-in and hot water music, stuff like that. Yeah, just a really, really big fan of this in general. And I love the song title. I got to admit, when I saw the band name, I was like, oh, come on, that's a bit lame. <laughs> because a, a bad band name is enough to put you off in some situations. Like there's, there's so yeah. many bands out there. How do you decide the ones that you're going to give your time to? first way you can weed them out is by weeding out the ones with fucking stupid names and <laughs> this is one that probably at one point would have completely gone off my radar because i'd have gone no nah, that's not for me i'm not listening to a band with a stupid name like that but i'm glad that i checked it out because it's really good they're not going to get on the radio anytime soon with a name right. like that and an album name like that but you know i'm sure that's not their intention anyway and uh yeah, what did you guys think? I agree with you with the sort of Figazi references. I picked up a bit of snuff as well. Okay. And it, it's it got a very sort of British punk feel. Mm. You know, a 90s British punk, like... Um... Oh, now I'm going to have to name examples. Fuck it. It's got a very British <laughs> punk feel. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it, it kind of will resonate with people here, maybe less so out elsewhere. But I always thought he had an issue with like comedy and music. Although I guess this isn't that funny. This is no. maybe like the names no. of both the song and the artist are like... It is a little off-putting, isn't ...have it? a sense of humour. But it's not like comedy punk or comedy metal or whatever. No, that's the thing. I don't have an issue with bands using humour. I have an issue with, or I don't resonate with, like, comedy music. You know, music that's intentionally setting out yeah. to be, like, this is a novelty act or whatever. Like, I can't yeah. be doing with Tenacious D. Like, I know that that's an unpopular opinion, but they just make my skin crawl because it's just awful. Whereas this isn't, you know, yeah, it's a bit tongue-in-cheek and a bit, like, yeah. you know, sarcastic, but it's not, like... Oh, look at us, aren't we wacky? Sort of thing, which is yeah. what I usually, what I can't be doing with. Yeah. It takes you on an absolute journey, though. I mean, it goes in places I wasn't expecting it to. It has that breakdown in the middle, was just ridiculous. It just feels like it's come out of nowhere, and then it goes back, and then it hits another fucking junction and turns left, and then it does a U turn. It's like, I don't know where it's going, but I'm fucking on for the ride. See, now I'm the opposite, <laughs> surprisingly. It was, it was a bit too all over the place for me. I mean, that will be to nobody's yeah. surprise. It was a bit too up and down and over here and over there. And it did remind me a lot of the early 2000s band, This Girl, who I loved a lot. But I also found them, even at the time, not the most accessible for me. Mm. They were friends of mine and I saw them live a lot, but I didn't listen to them on record that much. I couldn't quite couldn't quite connect with them with some of their songs all the time because they were a bit all over the place like this. So, mm. yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the sort of band that you'd see in a scuzzy rundown pub full of like 50-year-old men with beer bellies and shit. However, yeah. I assume that's not what they look like. But sometimes those are the sort of bands that make the most noise and make, you know, they're the ones that you remember. Yeah. And I kind of dig it because of that. Like, I've got an image of them in my head that I don't really want to take away by looking at a picture of them. <laughs> it's almost got like, do you remember, well, a little while ago, there was like a viral video of a um, a busking band, like on, on some high street somewhere doing like an anti-government sort of punk skiffle song where they had like yeah. guitars, but they were also banging on like buckets and stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah. shouting about how how the government has come back or whatever and it had that same kind of vibe to me like it's mm. scuzzy and there's no like there's no polish or there's no like oh we no. have to be careful about our appearance or how we present this it's just a grotty little punk song about how the government sucks yeah. and really that's yeah. what that's what punk was born out of so mm-hmm. yeah it's nice to hear people still still taking it back to that it feels like they picked up the instruments an hour ago and were like, fuck it, let's just bash something out and this is yeah. the result. And yeah. I, I agree. Like, I think there is too much polish in punk these days. And I think a step backwards from that is quite refreshing in a backwards yeah. sort of way. You can take a step back without, like... There's a lot of bands where they're like, oh, well, we just want to sound like punk sounded in 1977. Yeah. Which is pointless because there's been... Dirt. Yeah, but you can still be a punk band, just a straight punk band, because all you need to be to be a punk band is to just pick your instruments up and play the song that you want to play and not really give a shit about any of the rest of the stuff that goes along with it. And uh, that's the vibe I get from these guys, really, where it's like, 
the songs are important, nothing else is important. If we've got a fucking stupid yeah. name and we don't totally. have the radio because totally agree. Yeah. So be it. Not interested in an image or a certain look or vibe. They just want to play their fucking songs and smash them out. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah, like you said, if I saw them, like if I was in a pub and they were playing, I'd be like, yeah, it's pretty cool. But they're not something I would pick up on or I like to be able to sing along. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> snowflakes. You go back to your metalcore. <laughs> no, now you sound like Piers Morgan. No. Sorry, snowflakes. <laughs> Piers Morgan is the biggest fucking snowflake. I assume that's staying in. Yeah, that's fucking staying in. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So what was everybody's favourite this month? Andy? Um, come back to me. I want to see if I can mm. vote for my own song, but come back for me. You can vote for your own song. Mm. Oh, in which case, um, I really did like Toronto Blessings. I will check them out. I did also quite like Signs of Progress as well, in a chilled out kind of way, but it's going to be Harker, I think. As the sort of most visceral, most catchy, it's still in my head. It's going to have to be Harker. Liam? The Toronto Blessings one is my favourite of all of them, but you know, if I'm not choosing one that was one of my picks... Um, the Harker song is definitely the one that jumped out at me the more and definitely the one that I'm going to go and check out more from, for sure. Well, I obviously loved the Dent Act. I still can't really get over that name. The thing is, that name just makes me think of Batman and all I want to do is talk about Batman with them. Which, so maybe we should hang out with them. Maybe. I find it quite difficult to say. Maybe they should sing songs about Batman yeah. instead of old tattoos. <laughs> yeah, if it was like... I um, can't relate to Batman. I can relate to old tattoos. <laughs> if it was Selena Kyle singing about an old tattoo, I'm totally in. But it's not. <laughs> so I'm out. <laughs> yeah, fair. So that was the favourite of my two. But the reaction I had to Next Stop Olympus, and I don't know whether that's because I've been on a new metal kick or not, but the reaction I had to that and, oh, I need to go and listen to more of them, I think that's going to have to be my favourite this month. Don't really know where we were going with favourites. I wasn't <laughs> expecting us all to agree on the first one last month. So No, no. Yay for everyone. Well done. Well, it's just Good nice job. to summarise at the end. Yeah. yeah, like everybody should be proud that they've made music yeah. that has found its way out into the world and that people have listened to. Yeah, I mean, you know, for Penny and I, this is the dream to make music and release it. Obviously, you've done it already, Liam, but they are doing what we want to do. Can't shit on them for that. We can only do it, we can only raise them up. Did you say do it? Do it. Oh, mate. Start bands. Mate, I can't... I, I can't even be bothered to get out of bed most days. There's no way I'm picking up. My, <laughs> not picking up my bass again. That's gone. I was in a band for five minutes when I was in college, and all we did was play "The Taste of Ink" by The Used about three times in my friend's house, and that was it. And I feel like that's how it needs to stay in my life. I feel like that's it. <laughs> I'll stick to taking pictures of people that make music. I think I'm better at that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so yeah. Right. That's another month done. Episode two. Thanks very much Woo! for joining us again. If you didn't join us again. <laughs> it's gonna go be back and listen to the first one. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to threaten him there. Let's not do that. We're two episodes I in. Was. Don't antagonise him. She leaned right into the mic like she was going to threaten yeah. him. Yeah. I did. If you missed the first episode, you can go back and listen to it. Yeah. We won't let Penny attack you. It's fine. I'm just, I'm not very good at being the host. I'm learning. Suggestions welcome. I probably shouldn't put that in either, should I? No. Anyway, you can find us on all social media. Just Google Punktastic. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's all of them, right? We don't do Snapchat or TikTok. No. Club Penguin. Oh my God, imagine. I would love to see Club Penguin. Can we do a Punktastic Club Penguin? (laughs) I think they shut it down because of perverts, didn't they? Oh yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, Probably, yeah. They ruin it. (laughs) The fucking penguins. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking penguins. Penguins aren't perverts. They mate for life. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, if you would like to <laughs> submit your track to the pickup, I've got quite a long address for this. I thought it would be simpler, but it's not. You can go to thepickup.punktastic.com slash send dash us dash music and you could submit your tracks. Make sure you include everything and that means an embed code, everyone. Otherwise, we can't listen to it and we can't play it. And yeah. Maybe one of us will like it enough and two of us won't, but we'll find out. <laughs> Set the standard so high there. That is how it's going so far. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, though? It'd be well boring if we all brought oh, yeah. like six bands that sounded the same and we were all just like, yes, we all like this very yeah. much. So uh, I think this is better, although I am slightly concerned that people are going to think I'm just a grumpy old twat. It's all right. It's my week next week to be the arsehole. Don't worry about it. Fair enough. Nice. (laughs) Well, we'll see you. We're going to release this the third week of every month. 
So we will see you all in May. Bye. See you later now. Bye.